Welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest on today's episode was Molly Jones, and she talked to me about her love of summer camp. Uh, she gets into how her love started and blossomed, but basically she started going to Camp Laurel South uh, in Maine um, when she was in middle school and went for a number of summers as a camper and loved it so much. Um, in that environment that's cultivated there that she went back as a counselor once she was old enough and uh, basically did that until she couldn't anymore. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was really fun to hear Molly share her stories and um, kind of compare notes on uh, our summer camp experiences. And I even had a realization of... Um, theater being the reason that I didn't go to a, uh, longer term, um, summer camp myself, uh, but hey, you know, it's for some kids, and then other kids do community theater instead, I guess, uh, but this was so much fun, Molly is truly a joy, uh, I love watching her improvise, I love, um, being a member of a team, uh, at a theater that she's a member of a team at as well. Uh, we we talk a little bit about it in the episode, but um, her team, the Night Shift, kind of feels like a sort of big brother team to a lot of other uh, groups at the playground. Um, I think Squall included, but I wouldn't say it's even limited to that. Um, they're just really fun to watch, and they always... Uh, bring so much uh, joy and mirth of playing with one another to the table. Um, so just a specific little shout-out to the Night Shift, um, as that's how I definitely uh, got to know Molly um, in the first place. She mentions when the next Incubator Night is coming up. It's sometime in uh, August, I think. So... Those are uh, such a fun little introduction to what the incubator program at the playground can be. They're open to the public, though they're mostly just a celebration of uh, one another. Um, but I'm sure um, a vast majority of Squall will be present for that guy. Um, they, everybody does short little um, stupid bit-filled uh, sets, and uh, we welcome the newest team that's been formed at the playground into the fold. Um, so, you know, mark your calendar for that one if it sounds like fun. Speaking of marking your calendar, uh, continuing on Tuesdays throughout the rest of July is Owls at the Annoyance that I am performing in with former guest of the show, Ryan Ben. Those have gone super well. Uh, we have three shows left, which is uh, interesting considering how long we have been putting together this show on Tuesdays and then performing it on Tuesdays. So going back to not doing that will be uh, bittersweet. Um, I've really enjoyed working with Ryan, and it's really unique 
um, performance experience uh, where my Chicago uh, tendencies are concerned. So come check that out. Uh, the Nerdalogs have a Your Stories coming up on June 20th. The theme is Fingers Crossed. I believe we are full for storytellers, but please uh, feel free to put your name on a waiting list and or just attend without telling a story. They're one of my favorite nights of the month. And they're also a fellow podcast on the uh, Nerdalogs podcast network, if you will, which isn't a thing that properly exists, but it's the best way to explain what it is. Um, so check those out, as well as the Nerdalogcast and Talking Games with Timmy Clayton, uh, as they get some super fun guests talking mostly video games, but other aspects of gaming as well. And those guys have been on my show, too. It's all fun and games, right? Well, speaking of fun and games... Oh, also, before I intro this, uh, Molly was trying to get me to remember a uh, funny name of an OGM team toward the towards the end of this episode, and I could not at the time, but about 30 minutes after we finished recording, I texted her the name Horatio Ratio. So, when we get to that point, you'll know that that's what we were both trying to think of. Uh, so, there's a little, you know, a pre, pre-spoiler, I don't know what you'd call it. Anyway, not important. What is important is that you enjoy this episode of me talking to Molly Jones. Seems more, because I've only seen Shadow Cat and Divor say at Incubator at Incubator Night, mm-hmm. and I liked both of those sets. Yeah. And uh, I don't know as many of those people, and I like want to see them yeah. perform more. There's so that's so many really really good people. Some of yeah. those people are also CIC players. Oh. So I've seen them a few times. Yeah. What's that guy? Caleb Fullen. He's great. I saw him in. Um, of a handing in Spokane mm-hmm. before I think before I had seen him improvise, and I like that play already, and I had seen it performed already, yeah. and he blew the other guy that I had seen do that role out of the water. Yeah, and it's such a role that like you For can sure. do whatever you you can take it as far as you want basically, yeah. and he killed it. And I didn't know him, and I didn't say anything to him that night, but I saw him at the CIC Flip Cup tournament, <laughs> and it was just like, hey, I don't. Know you, but uh, oh you were so good. You were so good in that play. Oh my god, you were so. And he was super nice about it. He was just so like, nice. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. And now I just, I think I have a little like stage slash friend crush on him. He's so cool. I did a, I did Farrell's workshop with him. And cool. He was like, he's just so humble and sweet. It and seems that way. He's so pretty. Nice. He's relatively young, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just a good, a good cat. <laughs> a good cat. I feel um, like I'm hitting an interesting place in the community in that, like, I don't feel like I'm the youngest no. anymore. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a gen- there's a new generation! I know. And they're so cute and sweet, and um, there's, uh, I think, like, the state of Ohio just, like, pumps out really yeah, good talent. Yeah, it so seems, like, is that guy, is Caleb from Ohio, yeah, too? Yeah, I think he was at OU, and I know that, um... OSU, mm-hmm. um, they've got a, a couple really great teams and have just produced some like good talent and just good people. And, and it seems like CIC is kind of developing a relationship yeah. with there too, which yeah. is such a cool idea. Yeah, it's um, like for sure, you could for sure. you just like facilitate those people's entry into the Chicago 
improv community. It's really awesome. Uh, like Princeton New Money Ass Clowns and mm-hmm. um, putting thank you. Um, like those guys have gone to um, O U N O S U, um, done workshops there. Um, they have relationships with those improv teams, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know when it comes time for auditions or you know intensives or workshops. They've seen those people it, before. Yeah, it's and and they're such nice and excited. People. Yeah, like, it seems like it from everything that I've seen. Did anyone from those teams go to a school in Ohio? Like, how did that start? Um, I, I mean, I believe that, that, like, the person that I can think of that is, like, the most seasoned that went to one of the Ohio schools is um, Nate Sherman. Okay. He was on 8th Floor Improv, which is the same team that, like, uh, Lindsay Smith, yeah. Nate Orone, Dan, Dan White. Yeah. Um, all those cats. That's um, interesting that he would be the one. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure like who ended up facilitating that relationship, cool. but uh, they're just really they're good cats. Yeah. Really. I need to. I need to. We we just had a, a short form team at my school, nice. um, and it was so fun. And now there are uh, three members of that team. Uh, actively like doing theater and such in Chicago, cool. and so I feel like I this coming up year I need to like facilitate that uh, yeah. a workshop or something or bringing a team for down sure. to play there. Oh, for sure. Because I know I have so many friends who do that at their schools, and it's so it would be so fun and, yeah. and not that difficult in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, for so. sure. Or like you know even contact you know the improv team at whatever school you went to or I think that Furman yeah I think the whole community should do that contact yeah those folks and I mean the playground could do like a weekend of new new show and just yeah like, that would be so fun Barbara is like so open to that stuff yeah so, like, concept shows it I'm could be like a little like a little college festival Col- yeah that, like, that's even something that I think got thrown around in one of those strategic yeah. planning meetings yeah. and like maybe one of the local college teams that plays like Cosby sweaters or like Dang Judy Dench is what I was going to say too yeah they would love that and there would be so many teams to pull from and think about how many people are in this community who you know were on teams that could come to the city for it oh god yeah they'd be all over that did you do any comedy in college? so college (laughs) uh, when so I went to the University of Miami and in uh when you're in the school of communication, you have to double major. Oh, in any of the damn! So I was a broadcasting major, and I double majored in theater arts. Cool. But not, I wasn't the type of theater major that was like acting, 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 cast in every play. Yeah, that wasn't me. I liked the like play analysis and the costume design. Cool. And, like, uh, like history of theater. Like I liked that I got kind of like a good knowledge of all that. So that was really fun. That's awesome. Um, and so one of the. Um, in my, I believe, senior year, um, I took an improv class. And I can't believe they even offered it. It was great. It was part, I think it was part of my major. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was given uh, Truth and Comedy. Wow. I believe. I believe, yes. Because I, when I came to Chicago and read it, I was like, I've 100% read this That's before. That's so funny. Um, and so it was just so much fun. And I remember uh, doing long form for the first time, and everyone in my class is like, why don't we just do these games? And I was like, I think we can <laughs> no, do guys. something really, really, really cool. Cool. Um, so I did that. It was just for a semester, but mm-hmm. 
Um, it was enough. I, I totally feel like a lot of my like comedy and creative side like truly came from summer camp. That's awesome. I, I Segue. I, I did not mean to do that. But you were. No, it's funny when I asked about college, I was wondering if that's where it would land. Uh, so my guest today is Molly Jones, and she had already decided to talk to me about her love of and knowledge of summer camp. So now we have this delightful little uh, segue into that. Yeah. What was the uh, origin and inception of your love for camp? Oh my. Okay, um, great question. <laughs> um, my... I went to a summer camp in California where I'm from. I okay. went there for a couple of years. I just did like the two week sleep boy camp and mm-hmm. it was just all LA kids. Um, when you were how old? Uh, after fifth grade and after sixth grade. Okay. I actually did one summer of camp after fourth grade at, um, it was like UCLA video and theater camp. No way. So the first part, the first part we had to make, <laughs> we had to make a video uh, at UCLA uh-huh. to like film it and edit it and we were in fourth grade and uh, we put it to music and obviously the song of that summer was Killing Me Softly <laughs> the Fuji's version so me and these like fourth fifth graders made a music video at UCLA's campus and it was like we decided to make it Wizard of Oz themed I don't know what that is like, do they have in, like an Oz park at UCLA I don't know so we did that and then the second um Part of the summer, I was in Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. So that was, like, my first, like... Artsy. Artsy camp thing. Uh, then, fifth, after fifth and sixth grade, I did... Um, what role did camp. you play in Good Man, Charlie Brown? I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Okay. I sang Happiness is Two Kinds of Ice Cream. Right. I sang that. I don't remember the role, though. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know it well enough to know the role, either. Yeah. But I know that song. Um, so, fifth grade and sixth grade... Uh, did camps in uh, right outside LA. It's in it's like central part of LA. Okay. Uh, I mean, excuse me, central part of California. Uh, it's called Riverway, <laughs> Riverway Ranch Camp. Um, and all the counselors had names that um, weren't their real names. Right. Yeah. Which is like, such a popular camp trope. Totally. Totally. And and you could like your name could be anything from like uh, I'm nature. Uh, <laughs> courage. Bouncy. It could be no. anything, anything you wanted. And if you found out the counselor's real name, it was like... A big oh, deal. It's a big deal. I think that's a very universal camp thing. But the fact that their names were Nature and Courage like, and Bouncy. Yeah. Real weird stuff. Um, Ours were a lot of... Gosh. when I, I used to go to Girl Scout camp a lot. Uh, that was that was like one of the only sleepaway type camps mm-hmm. I did. And it would also be for a week or two at a time. Yeah. Um, and... The counselors were a lot of um, like cartoon nicknames, like Taz was yeah, one. Yeah, Taz. Um, and I loved Taz at the time, so I started like I would like when we had to make name tags and things like that. I started writing like Taz Junior. <laughs> That's the best. And it's, I liked the counselor whose name was Taz, but it was more just that I loved Taz. But I couldn't be just Taz. No, because I had to be Taz. Taz Junior. Yeah. Oh man. I had like a Taz baseball hat that I would wear all the time. It was I liked it. You were you were probably pretty popular at that. Point. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> um one summer I got at Riverway I got really into swing dancing. And uh, I was able to do some uh, flips. 
Uh, and then the next summer I had a bad spider bite that like took my whole leg over and it stopped. Barely got to experience camp. That's crazy. Um, How, so you were just like laid up with a spider bite? Laid up. That sounds like a camp nightmare. Camp nightmare. But you still love camp. I so yes. didn't ruin it for you. It just you know Riverway was just real, real a bunch of LA. People. And how long would you be there at a time? Just two weeks. Okay, it was always two weeks. Just two weeks. So then um, that was after fifth and sixth, and uh, that year my brother went away to a sleepaway camp in Maine. Whoa. Called Laurel South Camp Laurel South, and. Um, I was like, whoa, that's huge. And he's older than you? He's two years older than me, yeah. And he went because his best friend, who is actually still his best friend, Aww. just got asked to be the best man at his wedding last Aww. week. All that. Still best friends. Very cute. Great guy. Um, his best friend, Adam, went and then told my brother about it. My brother went. My brother came back raving about it. So I went. The next year. Yeah, and I remember right before camp my first year, my brother put a limit on how many questions I could ask him. That's so funny. So I remember him being like, starting now you have 20 questions. And he would like keep track. Well, I mean, they were like so questions funny. like, do they wake us up in the morning or do we wake up in the morning? Right. <laughs> I'm a question. Well, what do they serve at breakfast? <laughs> how many times do I get to talk to my mom? So um, <laughs> I went to this camp after seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade. Oh, for the whole summer or for four weeks? Okay, so still, still like a you know quite a whatever a month a summer in, a, in that formidable of a time yes. in a person's life. That's come a lot. Come on, um, <laughs> come on, come on. So uh, <laughs> it was so much fun, and you know after after ninth grade, uh-huh. you aren't allowed to come back until you are after your freshman year of college. And that's when they, you're counselors. Oh, come back as a counselor. Right. So that, like, middle period, you can't come back. You can, you can you know, visit whatever, but you yeah. can't be a counselor a counsel- or a camper. There's yeah. no, like, junior counselor or senior camper. Or Interesting. Yes. No they, CITs. Well, in, here's the thing. At this camp, in ninth grade, you're called a CIT, but it's not counselor in training. It's camper in transition. It's the best. But this place just this fosters like the happiest kids. Aww. So when you are, if you go there, you, you stay there like until you're. And and when you grade. and when it's the end of your ninth grade, everyone just is sobbing. Probably. Here's the thing: when you leave every summer, every like basically Aww. everybody's. It's just the happiest place in the world. It's whatever you want and need, and all of your your happiest things. The the tastiest food and the best weather and it's in Maine in the summer so it's absolutely beautiful and you know your off camp trips are so fantastic and um, the directors have kind of like fostered this environment of like be kinder than necessary Aww. it's cool to be nice uh, if you're different you are the coolest person oh, that's um, awesome it's just it's it's literally it's probably best. where you the most like got comfortable with who you were totally. and your personality and everything. Totally. It's it's like the goofier you are, the more fun you'll have. It's just it's fantastic. So I went as a camper, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Those summers. What uh what's the earliest age? Um second grade after second grade. Wow. But they sometimes it's... they'll take a couple after first graders, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, For the whole month? 
the whole month. Wow. And then the, um, so there's, it's a co-ed, co-ed, co-ed camp, co-ed camp, camp. Mm-hmm. So in the middle, there's like a, a, a dining hall and a theater, a common space. And then on uh, the south side is the girls' cabins. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, the youngest girls and the, you know, basically second to sixth graders. And then down the lake side, it's, you know, seventh plus and mm-hmm. all the older girls. Yeah. Uh, and then over on the boys' side, uh, just all the boys kind of around the lake and by the swimming beach and <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. It's really, really awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, I took that. I After that ninth grade year, um, you know, took that time. And, you know, I was pretty set on going back. Being a counselor. Being a counselor. And, you know, everybody says that when they leave. and um, Obviously, everyone doesn't do I, it. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, everyone doesn't do it. Um, but what I'm amazed at is, like, now all these kids are really able to keep in touch because yeah. of Facebook and, like, we only had AIM. Yeah. We only had, we only had AOL Instant Messenger. I was, I was exclusively Smiley 611 to Smiley 611. Yeah. Did you have your birthday in your screen? Uh, I had, um, the year that I was to graduate from high school. And because, uh, I, I think, I firmly believe that this is the case is because my brother graduated in 2001. Okay. And he would put 2001 on the end of everything. Cool. Email addresses, yeah. like, a- his AIM screen name, all that stuff. Yeah. So I saw my cool brother doing that. It was like, you know, like, his screen names would be like, um, like, LHS drummer dude, 2001. You know, like, he loved, yeah. Um, and then mine would be like, Little B, 2006. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Got it. Yeah, yeah. And it was just... But, and Little B was also a nickname that my brother's friends gave me. So, like, everything surrounding that was just, like, nice. things I did because of my brother. Um, my first word was because of my brother. Because, like, I would call my brother boy growing up, and uh-huh. my first word was boy. Like, me attempting to address my brother. That's so funny. He's, like, exactly two years older than me. We were only one year apart in school because I'm really young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was just always kind of like following my brother around. That's so funny. Uh, so Smiley Six Eleven, yeah, um, had some great aim game. I had, bet she did. Had just like a sick profile, like quotes for the girls at home. Like oh usually, yeah, like, right. Like, like, <laughs> I forgot Wayne's about the world quote. <laughs> Uh, and then I'd always throw a camp quote on there. Um, That's so some, funny. Some real sappy. So every year, you know, I'd make sure to put like, it's like CITs 2001, like forever. Yeah, yeah, Don't like uh, yeah, like it's something unpredictable. But in the end, it's right. I hope <laughs> I the time of your life. So yeah, I I couldn't get enough. Yeah, so, every single one of your away messages was like carefully crafted. Perfect. Lots of song lyrics. Lots of like stars and squiggles on both Yes, hands. I was just about to say I can just picture all of the little squiggles. So many squiggles. Smiley six eleven. Uh so anyways, uh so that's like that's these these people over the those four years, you kinda lose touch with them and I think that nowadays they are in closer contact, which is really Oh, nice. sure. So then it became time for me. I finished my freshman year at uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, me being the 
Like I'm not like extraordinarily athletic. Yeah, I was gonna ask about the like, outdoorsy nature of this camp, uh, but we'll get there. Um. So it was like, well, what am, what am I gonna teach? Yeah. Um. You know, I don't have any background in riflery archery. I played some light volleyball. I did three years of hard time uh, JV volleyball <laughs> in high school. Three years of hard time. Hard time. Go Eagles. But I, um, like, I was like, gosh, what am I going to teach you? And you were still, you never moved, you went to college in Miami from California, yes. correct? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so, your family and everything's still yeah, in California. Exactly. Got it. And then I'm, like, off to spend my summers in Maine. Yeah, so you're just all the corners yes. of the country. <laughs> So then I'm like, what do I teach? And I, you know, talked to the, the fine people at camp, and uh, we figured out some of the openings. And there is an activity that's offered kind of maybe more for the older kids, and it's definitely more relaxed. It's called Harvard Club. Stop. I swear. <laughs> so it's, it's really, really awesome because Harvard kids club. get to, um, the older kids kind of get to be more relaxed play lawn games um of that. It was course like, that's what you did <laughs> like so it was croquet horseshoes badminton uh bocce ball so i you know obviously do my research before i go in and you better believe that i ran a tight <laughs> a tight harvard ship a, a tight harvard ship I, my roles were like you can't sit down like you got to you got to be engaged. And I and the kids had fun. Like yeah. they ended up these 13-year-old girls ended up being like like can we keep score? Like like being competitive about it. Yeah. They ended up being engaged. They ended up being excited. So would you only lead the girls like even though it was co-ed? No. Everything. Okay. It was everything. They were okay. Classes okay. Together. Um there were some classes that were like like older girls volleyball, youngest oh, boys soccer, sure, stuff sure, like sure, this. Sure, but this sure. was this was a mixed bunch. Um but, like, yeah, badminton and, and, and uh, horseshoes, everybody can play together. Everyone, everyone can play together. So I thought of creative ways to kind of um, make these games fun and interesting mm-hmm. for these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, for both a 13-year-old girl, 15-year-old boy. So I put a lot of spins on it. We Instead of bocce ball where you have to go get a big ball close to a small ball, uh-huh. like, I decided to travel around camp with it. Oh, um, fun. And to find different obstacles and whatever and... Uh, it became, it was a hoot. It was, it was great. And really the most challenging and my favorite part of being at camp was, um, like watching things click in kids, Mm -hmm. like watching the the nervous kid, uh, get excited about something and and engage, watching an older kid set a good example for a younger kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just so sweet. It, It just all ended up working out and lovely and uh uh-huh. um, and being able to so specifically put yourself back in those situations as well yeah i'm sure yes the em- the empathy i have yeah, a right. very understanding of like if i was a if i was a quiet scared 12 year old girl what would i want to hear right now right and you know you just gotta you just gotta figure it out so i thought that was cool um so i taught i did that for four summers wow i did that for four summers um, and four years at Harvard. Four years, four years at Harvard Club, and I, I absolutely I had a ball. Like it was That's just so fun. It was cool, um, and I just liked that the kids got into it. Yeah. Um, and that 
you know, at the end of the day, every day, there's like a, some time where the kids can go around and do whatever activity they want. They want to go back to arts and crafts. They want to go to archery. Yeah. That's fine. They sure. call it IC, individual choice. So <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, I love things that mean nothing outside of the walls yeah. of that place. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, um, I, like a couple years, I, I had these kids that were like, do you think that you can put together a croquet tournament for IC? And I was like, it would be my, my pleasure. My honor. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. So uh, it was just a hoot. Um, so, so that's kind of the activity side of things. And also, as a counselor, I'm in a cabin. And I'm in a cabin with girls. It could be, it could be me and a couple other counselors in a cabin with like, you know, anywhere from eight to twelve girls. Mm-hmm. So my first year, I was with. Girls have just finished fifth grade. And I actually came back every year and had them in cabin <gasps> until I finished oh, their ninth grade year. Fun. So fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Oh my so god. Same gosh. kids for five summers. Um, oh my god. I mean, How I, much did you fall in love with those kids? Oh, I love them. I love them. I, oh not my only do gosh. I love them, but like they're back as counselors now. They're old yeah. enough. Uh, you know, they. These are the kids that, like, would wake up in the night because they were scared and mm. they had a nightmare and would come over to my bed. These are the kids that are, you know, had a crush on a boy and didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And these are the kids that are, like, going through changes and all these exciting things. And I've seen them all the way through it. And, like, yeah, that's that's and- the most, like, that's the most concentrated, awkward, uh, difficult years of especially a young girl's life and maybe i'd say especially just because you know we were there but man like middle school and really early high school was fucking like you had no idea what you were doing and what was going on and who you were anything yeah and to have someone like that that you trusted to look up to oh my god and like even even like to this day they'll call me and just like ask for advice like like uh one of them this year was like Okay, so I'm between two sororities, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that this is my life right now. That's so I, my funny. heart is exploding with love. That's so funny. I, I love it. So, um, so great. You were in a sorority. I was a tridel. That's what I, I thought. Am. You are a tridel. I am a tridel. I thought you were a tridel. We had tridels at Furman too. Uh, it's the, they're fun. They're nationwide. I think they're pretty fun. They're one of the bigger ones. They're yeah. Kayo. I thought so. Mega. We had Kyo. Uh, I lived with three Kyo Megas my junior year and senior year. Uh, uh, there's like a hand symbol. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we had just a I still ball. know it. <laughs> uh, so yes, that was the. I was with those kids every year. I was with them in cabin for five years. Uh, so the four I did four years at Harvard Club, and then the fifth year I went to be on waterfront. So I was a water ski counselor, which was very fun. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a. That was just the most fantastic part of it all. It was just watching watching them grow that up. That same group of girls. Yeah. And also watching them in fifth and sixth grade be way too cool for school. And then in eighth and ninth grade be like, you guys, we have to set an example for the younger girls. Everyone's got to dress up in theme. we got to be really excited about playing flag football. That's like, so funny. Just watching that was the best. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's a magical place. And everyone who enjoy their summer camp experience feels very strongly about their summer camp experience, whether it's like making up camp songs right. or color war right. or camp food or like, yeah. you know, 
different camp activities or stuff like that. Like, everyone feels so strongly. It's very much, like, kind of how you might feel about, like, your university. Yeah. Um, or your college team. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, maybe your sorority, a student organization, your high school. Uh, a lot of people feel really strongly about their hometown. Like, mm-hmm. especially my friends from... Like St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my California friends. St. Louis is a very... Seems like a very proud city. Very, very <laughs> proud city. Um, Boston people. Yes. Oh, I knew there was another one that I was going to forget to mention, That's and it's Boston. That's the one. Everybody loves... Everybody Everyone from loves Boston, Boston loves being from Boston. They, they love it, and they love their Red Sox, and they love yeah. their Patriots, and yeah. they, you know, they love their chowder and whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Yeah. That's how I feel. That's how I personally feel about this camp. Oh. So, uh, if we're going along with the history, I did uh, five, six, seven, eight, and nine with the same girls. Mm-hmm. They were too old to come back. Mm-hmm. They all left. Uh, then 2010 rolled around, and I was. I, at this point. Think, like I mean, this is I've gone every summer through college. Yeah. And I think my 2009 summer would have been. I was at. I had a full time job. I was working in the alumni office at the University of Miami. Yeah, because what year did you graduate? You graduated in 08. In 08. In 08. Gotcha. So I went after that year. That year went by, and I got a full time job. And I, when I accepted my full time job, I essentially said, um, I'm not going to work this. I, I I had the interview in February, and I said I just. It's really important for me to be very transparent with you. Like, it's I've already committed to something, and I'm going to be gone for two months. And they were like, okay, we'll work something out. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. That's crazy. Whoa. So that was nine, and then I was going to leave that job and move somewhere. I wasn't sure where. Potentially yeah. Chicago. Yeah. And so that's when I went back in ten. And so... That year, I was uh, not on a cabin with kids, but I was a I was a program director. Wow! So I organized all the um, evening programs and special events and that's awesome. And so think of it like in improv terms. Yeah, like me organizing incubator nights. <laughs> sure, that's so funny. All, oh man, like, just it makes so much sense. It all, it, all, <laughs> like, it makes so much sense. I don't know if my future holds like event planning, but like there's something there that I love. And I'm not sure what and, it is. And this is so funny. Uh, if I may, you thought about talking about weddings. Yes. As your topic. Yes. And I think that would have been also a big part of that conversation as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and bleeds into... And so, like, we're looking at a, a larger umbrella love. Yes. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> of, I like, just, events and, and... I love it. And, I, I love... I love these types of things. I, I just, love that. I, I just and even and even um, uh, talking about how like things that you remember, that oh, yeah. it's like you know people's birthdays and like where you were when this happened. That's such an event thing too. Totally having big events very, to very very, very true cling um, to and uh, and be a part of. Totally, like <laughs> I don't know. I just I like it. It's a it's a, it's a curse. I love <laughs> a curse. I just yeah. oh, whatever. So I, I, uh, and sometimes I fancy myself, like, I, I get really anxious about things mm-hmm. and want to make sure that things are in order. Mm-hmm. I, like, very much like rules and mm-hmm. I need to loosen up and I feel <laughs> like, I feel like that in terms of my performance, too, mm-hmm. like, in You want things to fall into certain places that they don't necessarily yes. always fall. Yeah. And the note that I've gotten from my teachers is just like, we see the... 
We see the wheels turning. Yeah. Like, loosen up. Like, I want to shake you up there. And, you know, I, I got to loosen up. But yeah. I'm not, like, a loosened up person. <laughs> Always thinking and worrying. So I did this uh, program director thing, this, and it was just the best and, like, totally up my alley and so mm-hmm. much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved to Chicago, and I got a full-time job and health insurance and started performing, and I couldn't go back. Oh. I was, so I was really, I was upset. Like, this place was, I remember where I was when I had the phone call with the director, and there I am, it was just like, now it's got us in the grocer right by uh, the Groupon office, but mm-hmm. it used to be this, like, semi-shitty sandwich shop, <laughs> and I'm on the phone with the director, and I am, like, in the corner just, like, sobbing and oh. sobbing and sobbing and whatever. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, so that was difficult. Then... One bright, sunny Chicago morning in 2011, maybe, like, early June, my phone rings. And I'm already, like, bumming so hard that I can't come. It's because your first summer in years. Years. And the only time that you couldn't, that you weren't there was when they, when you couldn't be there. (laughs) Precisely. Right. And, here's a fun fact, those three years that I couldn't be there, my brother was there. Oh. And even though he was, like, young... He um, was, like, an administrative assistant for two years and then did operations. Oh. He's, like, a, he's awesome, like, fantastically typing. So there's, there's been a Jones up. there. There's been a Jones there. For and then I have over a, young, a decade. And get this, I've got a younger cousin who's finished coming into his last year this year. He's oh. 15, so he's there. So it was a beautiful 2011 day, and my phone rings. I look down, and I was like, that's Camp's phone number. Mm-hmm. I answer it. And I feel like I was, like, looking at old camp pictures or whatever, and it's uh, one of the camp directors. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what's going on? How Why, are you? What's, yeah, <laughs> what's it's this? so good to see you. I feel like I was, like, on a customer service shift at Groupon, and I, like, put a customer on hold or something. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, thank you for calling your um, And I uh, took the phone call, and she basically said that um, she wanted to invite me to come to camp that year to run a particular event. So there's two two four two months that the kids can come. Mm-hmm. Session one or session two. Sure. And in between there is a couple of days. And in this couple of days, uh, usually the, the all the staff do like a certain event and whatever and they wanted to change director change directions. So they wanted me to like plan the event and then the director was like, Why should you plan an event and not be there? Oh so 2011, 12 and 13 I've planned and run an event. I, like, Just for those, like, few days? Yeah. Oh, that's such a cool way to stay involved. They, so I've gone back to Maine. Oh. And lo and behold, like, I'll see you in a couple weeks, Maine. I'm going back again. No, yeah. <laughs> Is it, like, for a week or I'm going. Long? I'm going, uh, I'm going for a week. I'm doing that, like, middle couple days and then staying a couple days into camp. So I'll get to see my 15-year-old cousin who's going to be there. I'll also get to just, like... See how camp goes, and they'll have a campfire, and arrival day is so exciting. And um, rival day, arrival day, arrival day. Sounded like rival day. Arrival day. Ah, rival day. Arrival day. (laughs) When the kids arrive. Right. Um, Sure. It's so much fun. They get off the buses and they hug, and it's it's just really it's something. It's a really really special place, and that's awesome. You know, my my whole my whole family 
understands it. Um, yeah. I'm then after this week, I'm going back there in September because two people are getting married there. No way. Yeah. Two people that met at camp. Two people that met at camp that have been there for a while. Um, That's super cute. Yeah. One of them is uh, currently the head of operations, and the other is. Um, one of the office managers, and they met there, and oh. so they're getting married there, and I can't Of get course, because that's, like, so integral in uh, their lives and their and it's, story it's be beautiful, together. Beautiful, play, beautiful site, like, that's right? so fun. And it's going to be fabulous, and I, be main-themed and everything. Man, see, I went, I feel like I went to so many different summer camps mm-hmm. that I never had one that was, like, the thing, and I think part of it is just that I liked a bunch of different things, and I would never want to commit I know what part of it is mm-hmm. is that I did a play every summer in the community playhouse of Lancaster County from when I was from the summer when I turned 5 to the summer when I turned 18 Oh my I missed two One was when I was like 13 we went on a cruise to Alaska and the dates of that it was like a big family trip we took together You were crushed I was crushed the dates conflicted with well, when there was were... the play you missed. Robin Hood. <laughs> you asked that question because you knew I'd know the answer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it was uh, Robin Hood. Of course. And did you do like all well-known stuff like? Guys yeah, Dolls, most of them. It was. Um, they were mostly more like that, like kids' stories, like Robin Hood, Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what were some, uh, the Prince and the Popper? Mm-hmm. Like they're almost all either like fairy tales or some kind yeah. of like thing that's been a Disney thing. Also, yeah. Peter Pan was really fun because I was one of the Lost Boys and my dad was Captain Hook. Of course he was. Um, and I have pictures of that in my room that my parents just brought me, so I'll show them to you after this. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but because that was such an integral part of my summers, literally every year, I wouldn't ever want to leave town for too long. Mm-hmm. So I would do, yeah. like, week-long camps and just miss, you know, whatever, two or three rehearsals. Um, but I would never do, like, a month-long camp because it just, I'd have to miss the play. Can't miss that play. And I also, so I would do, like, week-long soccer camps and week-long Girl Scout camps. Mm-hmm. And similarly, uh, when I, after 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, I did a three-week-long camp every year that was just a day camp. Uh, called Starts, and it stood for Students Talented in the Arts. <laughs> oh, Students Talented in the Arts. Yeah, so S-T it's arts. just like S-T and then dash well, arts. Saint Arts. Yeah, yeah, Saint Arts. Okay. Um, and that was the first time I ever did improv. Oh, my. Um, and when you're a seventh grader, you got to take an improv class. And oh, uh, nice. so just like a little thing as a part of this three-week day camp, um, but it was super fun, and I, I remember, I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast before, but this is, like, my first improv, like, moment. We were in a, <laughs> we were in a scene. Um, my scene partner uh, had just said something, like, had started a scene by saying, like, Oh, no! They ran over my cat! Muffins! And I was like, Don't look like muffins. Looks like pancakes. <laughs> Died. Everyone, like I destroyed. Did you cheat out and be like, like like pancakes? I hope I did. I don't know exactly how he delivered the line, but I do know that my scene partner named our cat named a cat that had just gotten run over muffins. Pancakes. And I made a pancakes joke, and it slayed. And like people throughout the rest of camp would be like, "That muffins pancakes thing." 
That she's, was she's brilliant. Good. <laughs> like, I feel like from and I never did improv from that moment until I was in college and I did short form. But that like that one little victory, obviously I still remember it. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. Um, in my the first thing I ever remember doing God, I remember two things from my first like college improv class. Uh-huh. One was playing Celine Dion uh, playing Jeopardy and like making some joke about oh, Canada, which is fun because like so the only time I've ever done solo stuff, it's like Celine Dion's been there, like she was the character. And the other That's one so funny. Is, like good burn, me. Uh, oh, I'm from Canada. Oh. The other one was we were playing some game. It was definitely a short form game, um, and we were on two different teams. And the teacher's like, "All right, guys, we're gonna go back and forth." How did, uh, how did Romeo really die? No. <laughs> and, like, we went back and forth. Uh-huh. And I was like, guys, follow my lead. And the person <laughs> lays there. And we all, like, start peeing on Romeo. And, like, that was just it. That was it. Like, Romeo died by, like, urine. A bunch of people peeing on him. urine. So that's, um, that was me. I love it. If anyone's been watching Molly perform a lot and been like, hmm, a lot of urine jokes, a lot of Celine Dion, it's just because she's crutching on the only thing she's ever known. <laughs> um, when, I did, uh, when I did Farrell's workshop uh, mm-hmm. in the winter, um, he gave the same note. He's like, just have more fun up there. Yeah. Just, just go ahead and loosen up. Have more fun. Do whatever you think is fun. And I was in a scene with uh, TC, Matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And just like where I went, he's like, babe. And that was the, like, that's all I got. I went behind a bush, a quote-unquote bush, uh-huh. and I was just like, look out for me. I'm peeing. Like, <laughs> just make sure nobody... And I was like, wow. <laughs> and that was like my go-to. Like, that's I was what, that's joking. That's I was joking when I said oh, it. Turns out, turns out that when you ask me to have fun on stage... It goes to pee-pee. It goes to pee-pee. That's so funny. Yes. Mine, I think... I think I would still say that I'd crutch on um, one-liners that may not necessarily work in the context of the scene. <laughs> More like pancakes. <laughs> yeah, always cheat it out to the audience with the like hand curved around the mouth. More like pancakes. <laughs> Muffins. More like pancakes. Yeah, but I just don't have any. Do. Yeah, I've gotten the note. Um, that I still don't know fully what it means, but I've gotten the note uh, that was, um, there's still a little bit of earnest in an idea. And I think what that means is that, like, I won't let things go. If, like, I'll always try to, like, wedge a joke in there instead of just, like, going with where the scene is going. Uh, I think that's what it means. Yeah. So, similarly. Totally. Oh, totally. <laughs> God. My other crutches is the tag out Start chopping. Honey, honey, how was work? <laughs> how was work, honey? Chop, 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 making a salad. Just like a nice mixed green. Chop, 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 how was work? Yep, 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 yep. That's a, cl- that's a big crush for me. In any case. In we, any case. We digress from We do. We do. Um, uh, but yeah, it's funny. I, I never have thought about 
the fact that I didn't go to a camp for a long time over a summer because those plays were just like, that was my summer. Those were my people. It was usually a lot of the same people. Every once in a while, there'd be a big turnover from one summer to the next one, and it would be very disorienting to me. Yes. So I'd be like, who are these people? Uh, oh, yeah, the only other summer I missed was in high school. My The summer after my junior year, I had to do summer research through my high school. Sorry. So I was not. And that summer they did uh, Charlotte's Web, I think. Um, but fun fact about MBS's um, theater history. Give it to me. The first play I ever did was Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I played the Two of Hearts. I posted a picture on Instagram okay. of it the I've other seen day. I've seen it. Um, the last play that I did in that theater was Alice in Wonderland. In Wonder what? Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And I played the Queen of Hearts. She grew up <laughs> to grew to a queen. Thirteen years. Wow. That's uh, what it took. Thirteen years. That's two it. to a queen. Um, same director for both plays. Wow. So, Elaine Reese. I bet Elaine just was tickling herself when, over that casting yeah, decision. <laughs> I'm sure she was. That's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. My camp did. They do. They do a play every summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done. Like, yeah. I was gonna ask. I'm so glad you said that because I was gonna ask how yeah. much like performancey, theatery type things there were. Uh, there's like they did Once Upon a Mattress, uh, Hairspray, Susicle, Beauty and the Beast, uh, and <laughs> these plays. Awesome. And, and they uh, shorten the play. Sure. Um, and you know it's generally about like 45 to an hour. And these kids are so cute. Mm, of course. They're so cute, and they're so good. Yeah. Uh, they do a younger kid's play and an older kid's play. Oh, fun. The older kids just Get super it. into it. They're so, they're so good, and there's, like, fun little dance numbers. And if you think about how much time they probably have to devote to it yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Totally. So they crush it, and my favorite part is that the theater staff puts in little, like, Easter eggs. Oh, that's so uh, funny. So instead of, uh, like, you know... Beauty and the Beast kissing at the end. They do like a really they go, they high five and like maybe like wiggle their hands <laughs> on each other. So they do and that, that represents them yeah. kissing because everyone's too young to totally, totally. be kissing at the end of a play or or stuff like um, you know instead of like someone winning the dance competition, it's like well I hope. I win the Cupid Shuffle off. Like they, oh, they throw a little like, right. like That's maybe so like funny. pop culture specific. Whatever was or, the popular thing for that year. And they also. Um, I hope we all get to dance to Gangnam Style. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> can you imagine how many times that summer that that song came out? They probably had to listen to the song Gangnam Style. I'll, I'll see your gang of style and raise you a call me maybe. Oh, because, boy. I mean, think of, think of, think of seven to 15 year olds. And that maybe. song is perfectly clean for camp, super catchy. I think it came out like right at the beginning of the it summer. It did, I think, yeah. It was, it, it blew up. And I'll in, see your gang of style and raise you a call me maybe. In my mind's eye, what's going on at camp right now is Happy by Pharrell. Oh, that that makes a lot of sense. In yeah. my mind's eye, I think, uh... Because I'm happy. Happy long if you feel like a room without a room. Because um, I'm happy. And then I think, like, Flo Rider's Good Feeling was big a couple years ago. And it's just, it's super, super, super fun. Yeah. So that was kind of the extent of the theater stuff. Um, there's always, like, a bunch of really fun Easter eggs in there. Um, 
You should teach like an improv workshop at camp. There, there is an improv class, and the mm. theater staff teaches it, and it's only for the older kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really, I'm really, sorry. you know what I'm doing this Tuesday? I'm teaching an improv class to um, this group called Startup Institute. Okay, uh, they're essentially like a, it's like a boot camp. It's like an intensive, a 12-week, and there's a couple different tracks, like a sales track, a marketing track, a web development class, and a, a design track. And okay. You, it's like you work And this is... In Chicago. Adults. Adults, yeah. Okay. So it's people that are, you know, want to learn from professionals, and they want to learn how to code, they want to learn how to design, sure. or whatever. So... Startup I, is... So start, it's literally like startups. web startup yeah. type-based. You know, like sales, marketing, things like wow. that. Wow. So there's a couple of these different boot camps... In Chicago, uh-huh. and this is we just like my company and them alphabetically are very like I'm Sprout Social and they're oh, Startup right. Institute, so I had all these oh, college Oh, you're other. right there. That's so, so funny. Yeah. So this uh, the gal from Startup Institute emailed me and asked if I'd be interested, and I'm like, that's oh, awesome. So I'm I'm that's talking so to cool. I'm talking to uh, I guess they're like more sales track, uh-huh. and I've got a. I've already started thinking about some things I'm going to say, but, like, what, like, how do I teach adults improv and kind of make it practical? Yeah, right. Like, I, I'm definitely going to do that game where it's, like, you, an invention, an invention where it's, like, uh, I want, oh, you know. I know what you're talking about. And everybody has to say yes. Yep, like, yep. We've I know got exactly. a car. Yes. And this car, instead of wheels, has donuts. Yes. yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. A level one. Um... Regular. I you know Ryan Ben right? Yeah, yeah. He just did. Uh, so he works at Merchandise Mart. Yeah. For a company that does interior design. Oh sweet. And there was a conference recently at the beginning of June where all of these like interior designers and all these other companies came to Chicago for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And his boss asked him a long t- months ago yeah. to prepare a presentation about improv for this thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like hundreds of people I think yeah and he like made a PowerPoint presentation and was terrified of like how it was gonna go and whether he was actually prepared enough for it when I knew full well he had worked on oh, it yeah. for so long and it's you no know, Ryan like he's the, so he's he's great and he said before the presentation he sent us uh Reagan Reagan our team that we're on yeah. together uh an email after the fact, saying that, like, before the presentation, he was so nervous, and it was maybe 15 minutes before it, and even though he knew he was prepared, he just, like, didn't know whether he really knew what he was talking about or anything, and he had this epiphany where he was just like, Ryan, of course you know what you're talking about. Yeah. You've been doing this for years with this team that you love, and, like, you have all these Aww. things that they've taught you, but that, that you've, like, learned, and they've given you, and... And, like, I just want to thank all you guys for, like, being the reason that I... So good. That I went into this so confidently. And he destroyed it. There were, like... His boss was, like, that... uh, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she gave him this huge compliment. There were people from the individual companies who came up to him afterwards. Um, He said upwards of ten who were, like, you have to give that presentation for my company. I wonder if he would... Let me see it. Just to, I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know I if you would. Notes. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like notes. at least shoot him an email. Totally. I saw. And, him, I saw him last night at CIC, 
And as he was walking in the door, I turned to Harrison George and I said, Ryan Bent, is there a better guy out there? And Harrison, you know how Ernest Yeah, yeah. He's like, there really isn't. It's so true. It's so true. He's one of those guys that, like, I remember the first time, one of those things, I remember the first time I saw him perform, it was with uh, him and Francis and um, Mel Forrest. Mm -hmm. And they were doing, it was... Just the three of them? It was the three of them. And it was... So funny, and yeah. I was like, "Of course it was." Who are you? Yeah. Who is this guy? Who yeah. is he? He's and and the thing is, like, there's nobody out there going like, "What's the deal with this Ryan Ben guy?" Everybody who knows him, everybody who's seen him, so says the same things that you just said. That you know, guy. that you and Harrison had that and conversation. I had some audition with him, and I'm like, "What's the future? Don't cast me. Yeah. That guy is yeah. the future." It's two first names. He's he's the best. Twice he's the one, cool. I I feel so. Uh, happy that I get to continue to work with him and count yeah. him as one of my best friends. Yeah. Speaking of auditions, yes. I think the first time that I ever saw you was in an audition that we had together. Which I'm one? pretty sure. Which one? It was at the Annoyance. It was for a like musical improv. Oh my thing. god! Do you remember that? Is it crazy funny? Happy yeah, fun happy time. karaoke fun time. Yeah. I yeah. I don't remember you. I remember that audition. I remember you, but it's just because you have such a memorable name. And oh, and it was yeah. like, oh, you know, let's talk about our names. And then did I get tell... my Beatles fun fact? Yeah, you did. Typical. Yeah. Typical me. So, of course, like, how could I forget that as oh, an introduction? Yeah. Gosh. We're in that same. I was so nervous. I was still super, super new to the community. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything else. I was in classes at the Annoyance. I think that's how I found out about oh. the audition. I felt fine about... I didn't feel great. I felt like I'd had a better audition than some of the other people in our group, but I did not have any expectation of getting yeah. cast. But, yeah. Who, uh... When was, like, the first time we met Matt? I mean, it probably had to be Playground, right? I think it was Playground at some point. I'm thinking it had to have been, like, pretty soon after Squall was formed. Is there any chance... Do you remember when, um... Someone had something at their apartment, and it was Squall and Night Shift? Yeah. Whose apartment was that? Uh, was Mike Kelly. Mike Kelly. Is that when Mike Kelly was living with Joe Feldman? Yes. Was that could that have been the first time we met, or was that just the first time we harmonized? That was the first time we harmonized. <laughs> Do you remember the song we harmonized to? Uh, it was uh, uh, Dispatch. Which song? Um, uh, uh, was it? The, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It was either the general or. Um, I'm thinking it was either... Oh, two coins? I don't think it was either two coins or out loud. I think it was two count. I think, I think it was, was two coins. coins. <laughs> I think it was absolutely two coins because I, I love two coins. Your ass and the two coins. I'd say loneliness, your lips and the two coins. Then we, we both went up and then we both went Okay, okay. I'd say loneliness... Your lips and the two coins of your eyes into my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> well, the train skates into Fort Henry a late Sunday. <laughs> this just became the dispatch cast. Oh, God. I think I'm pretty. I think that that was definitely the first time we harmonized. I think we had met each other before that, but it may have been the first time we, like, Spend a decent amount of time around there. Because at the time, uh, uh, it was the the weekend that uh, I went through IO the first time. Yeah. And didn't make a team. Mm -hmm. And me and Bab went to Gyromania. Yes. On uh, Belmont. 
on Belmont. Between, like, Sheffield and yeah. Clark. Yeah. And we were just, like, kind of bummed, and we were there, and she just had her playground audition. Oh, did you go through with them? Yeah, I went through with, like, oh, Chandler and Dad. I, and, that makes like, so much Santana, sense. Chase, yeah. all them. When, with, with uh, villain. villain, right, right. And then, um... I was with her when she got the call about Squall. about Squall. Yeah, and she had like started dating Chandler like a couple weeks <laughs> earlier. Yeah, it, was it was like so that, recent. like you know, their first interaction of sorts was uh, at a like one of our end of five Ds. Yeah, party. yeah. It was just that, and then, and they then like together. one of their first. Um, it was like after they did the callbacks. Yeah, the like day, the night after they had gone on like. Real a, date. a real, a real, real date. Yeah. A real date. Yeah. A real, real date. Yeah. So, um, I was with her when she got the call about Squall, and then I think like, I feel like Chandler texted me that he'd gone on the team. It was just like very, very cool and exciting. And yeah. Then maybe your incubator night. Were you guys the first incubator night? No. Yes, Diggity was. They were making correct. Yeah. We've got an incubator night coming up. Ooh. August ninth. At 10 o'clock? I should be there. August 9th. I yeah. can't think of a reason I wouldn't be. I should send out some save the day. You should. That's a, that's a good, we got a month ahead and of us. And then I think I have to like boot off the old teams now. Yeah. Like, might even be daily. Oh you boy. might be the oldest months. Oh boy. Night shift. Night shift's <laughs> the best. I love you guys. I love it. I've, it's always felt like there is a certain kinship between the two teams. Yeah. Right? Something about it. That was definitely, I think that was the first time I officially met Megan Strickland. Was that? Was that at, or, at Mike's where talking. you guys made us dinner. Megan's ridiculous. And I think we drove her crazy with dispatch singing. <laughs> oh, Megan is so funny. I don't think, I think there's, there's nowhere else, there's no one in the world, in the world, like Megan Strickland. I don't think so either. I, she makes me laugh in this completely unique way, and I think everything she says is funny. Yeah, she's just, she's got this Strickland stylized... Thing. We are, um, we are submitting a, uh, we are both a member, members of a group that is submitting to, uh, do a run at the Annoyance. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and when I saw the list of, like, uh, Jimmy Pennington asked me to do it, when I saw the list of people he had already asked, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, why do you want me on this? <laughs> All these people are amazing. So, um, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, Night Shift is my favorite. They're just so great. They're, you know... They're, I feel like everyone can point to their first love in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, I had this talk with Jimerson as well. Yeah. Like, your your first love, the first place where you felt comfortable, the first place where you felt like something you did hit. Yeah. Um, you know, the first place where, like, if I fuck up on stage, they're going to be there to catch me and yeah. make me look awesome. Or, you know. Yeah. And I love to make them look awesome. It's just... Yours it's, was night shift. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mine was Raygun. Yeah. Yeah. You just. You just. I love Squall, and they and like I love them. Oh, I yeah. love them, but my first love was Raygun, and they oh, all yeah. know that. It's not like I'm standing around going like, eh, "Fuck those guys." It's all about Squall. Like they know, they get it. We all get it. Yeah. That's part of what makes it work. Yeah. It's just. It's great. It's great, and um, <laughs> essentially in our night shift shows. We just—it's terrible to say, but we we laugh so much of the show. Yeah, we're making each other laugh. Yeah, I remember one of the last night shift shows I saw where you guys (laughs) Strickland (laughs) towards the very end of the show just went. Is that Cheryl Crow? Oh (laughs) yeah, of nothing, nothing. nothing. And Damien looked over his shoulder and was like, 
Yeah, it is. Like, he, like, he was like, it was like, did she, did Strickland want someone to jump over and be sure? No, it didn't. And we just did it. And no, it didn't. <laughs> Damien is the best. Damien is the best. So they're all the funny. best. It was so funny. They're all, anyway. they're all the best. How do you feel? <laughs> raining like, it in. Raining it in. How do you feel like your love of summer camp and all those experiences that you had there and continue to have there? How do you feel like that has affected you creatively and your life in general? Hmm. Um, uh, I would say the first time I ever wrote something for... I mean, I did... Uh, okay. First time I ever wrote something for others to perform right. was at camp. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, you, you write songs and you write cheers. And it, yeah. so, sometimes it's changing the lyrics to a... Popular know, song. A, this song or that song. And some, it's one of those. Um, or making a medley. Or even just, like, writing something original. Right. Um, that was the first time I did that. Cool. Um, and that was really, really exciting. So I started that. And then um, that kind of gave me the courage to do it uh, at school. Right. To, oh, awesome. To write... Um, like when my sorority would perform in things and like right. lip syncs and uh, <laughs> skits and stuff, I would do that. Um, so even though you didn't technically do like comedy type yeah. stuff, you still had those little creative yeah. inklings. Yeah, and I, you know, I love when things rhyme and stuff. Yeah. Um, who don't? Who, who don't like that? And then uh, it just gave me the courage. Um, it just encourages you to be silly and goofy yeah. and free. Yeah. Um, and not uptight. Uh, it just, I just feel like it, sh there was so much silliness in me and it shook it out of me. It made me, that's feel, awesome. It made me feel, and it's something that you're goofy. still, <laughs> yeah, still, still a part of. And, uh, like I get to see it and be a part of it, uh, in, in a couple of weeks, but you know, it definitely, there I was a, I just turned 18 and, uh, I was, a new counselor at camp. Yes, I'd been a camper there, but there had been counselors that had been there for years. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking, like, you know, one of the area directors being like, I wrote something and I want you to look at it. Oh, I love this. And she's like, I, I don't know. I like, love it. It might be hard to teach everybody this new thing. Uh, and then, like, I got it in her hands and she's like, okay, why don't you just go ahead and teach it? That's awesome. And I, I did it and it was so... Fun, and it was awesome. What was that? What was the song? What did you write? Oh, God. It was called The Baxter Slide. Oh, God. Okay, all right. You want me to sing a couple? Oh, uh, what's, what is oh, the God. Baxter? Oh, oh, Baxter is, oh my gosh, I didn't even explain that. Yeah, I was there's, like, there's, <laughs> a, there's different age groups. Okay. So the, the youngest girls have one name, the middle girls are Baxter. Oh. So it was like, you know, an ode to those girls. Cool. And I came up with a real catchy chorus. Yep. And some moves. I want to, yeah, we got to hear a couple bars of that. <laughs> a new dance craze is Sweeping Crescent Lake, created by Baxter. Make no mistake. Do the monkey. So 30 years ago. Do the Macarena. That's so 10 years ago. Do the cha-cha slide. That's so at the social. Socials are like the camp dances. Okay. All right. Just shake your hips from side to side and uh. Do the Baxter slide. Slide in, slide in, Baxter. Slide in, slide in, Baxter. Just shake your hips from side to side and uh. Do the Baxter slide. Here's the best part. It's a call and response for I counselors. I love it. And yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I love this so ooh, much. They think they're... Ooh, they think they're fine. Correction, baby, we know we're fine. Ooh, <laughs> they think they're red. Correction, baby, we know we're red. <laughs> Shake your hips from side to side and up. Do the faster slide. And I remember, and then it's got another part too. I remember the first part, the first time that the Baxter slide was performed in uh-huh. the camp. Uh-huh. It was explosive. Uh-huh. I'd probably rank that, without a doubt, top 10 best moments in my life. That's amazing. And I it's love just that like, so much. You got 80 kids and 30 counselors just performing this thing that I made up one night. Of course. So that and was you, so you said you were like eighteen. So you had already finished uh, my first year of college. Year of college. I because I was really young. I turned eighteen really late. Blah blah blah. Right. Weird stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. So that was fantastic. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. And then every subsequent year, it's like you gotta top that. How are you gonna top the bags or slide? I gotta top the bags. Um, then the next year I did like a second version. I called it the the Baxter Slide 06. Oh, like Casper Slide Part Two. It was two point like It was okay. It was fine. It was a Baxter Slide. It was um, no Baxter. It was no Baxter Slide. And so, gosh, so that happened, and then I sang that on your podcast. Uh, I'm so glad. So that, that was. That was that was it. The Baxter slide really just paved the way for the rest of my life, and uh, you know. And maybe one day you'll write something else that uh, eighty people and thirty people leading them will all learn you, and perform I'll, together. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Something like that happened to me very recently. No way. I uh, uh, for my Herald team, Apollo. Yeah. Drop it. Like it's hot. <laughs> um, uh, our coach asked us to um, come up with a warm up and mm-hmm. bring it in for a different. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a game called Kitty Cat Careers, and uh, I I thought of it on my walk from home to rehearsal. Uh huh. And it's a it's basically like there's a circle mm-hmm. and you go into the middle of the circle and. Uh, you act like a cat, but you do a profession. Oh. So, like, let's say I was doing like this. Like, yeah. Everyone in, around you has is yelling, to guess. like, kitty cat accountant, kitty cat lawyer. And then if I hear kitty cat locksmith. Yeah. I, I was going to say, are you a lock? Yeah, okay. Locksmith. <laughs> you go over to the person, you lock eyes with them, and you go, meow, 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 And then you switch places. And then the chorus is, kitty cat careers. Kitty cat careers, and then that person's in the middle, and they do like kitty cat, like librarian or whatever. And then, so anyway, I played this, but it's called Monkey Professional. Uh, you know, did somebody else rip off Kitty Cat Careers? Nope, I ripped off Monkey Professional. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Close cousin of Monkey Professional. I like to point that out. Um, but Kitty Cat Careers. Um, but I like the meow 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 meow. That's a good close cousin. Uh, and then, uh, I just did that to my Herald team. Caleb George. Son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Took it to comedy sports. Oh. Ca- taught it to all of comedy sports. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he kept texting me, like, this game People, People loving up. kitty cat careers. Comedy sports national tournament happened two weeks ago. They taught national comedy sports in up in Milwaukee or whatever it is. Kitty cat careers. No way! And now it's, like, huge. I'm in this... In the uh, comedy sports I'm circles. This, I'm in this comedy sports... That is so similar it's to the Baxter slide. To the Baxter slide. <laughs> it's just... Kitty that's just what happens when Molly Jones I'm, gets I'm her hands this, on an idea. I'm, I'm, I'm in this uh, improvised rap group yeah. right now called Rapture at Comedy Sports. That uh, Renee, Renee directs, right? Yes. Who, so. former coach of school. 
former coach of Squall. So Renee's my coach on Wednesdays for Rapture. His wife is my coach on Mondays for Apollo. That's so funny. So like, I didn't know Jamie I coached Apollo. Mommy and Daddy. So yeah. I'm like, you know, custody I get. That's so funny. The bomb. So Speaking of kitty cat careers. A kitty cat career. Kitty cat, <laughs> kitty cat. Um, and uh, anyway, so I was like, uh, someone from Rapture was driving me home, and there was one of the ensemble members, <laughs> and kitty cat career came up. I was like, oh yeah, I actually made that came up. <laughs> he's like, Caleb George is taking credit for it. And I'm like, not in my house. He was no taking credit. No way. So he's like, wow. He's like, you know that game's going to be around for a real long time. I was like, ah, what have I created? <laughs> That's so I hope, funny. I bet I'm going to get like a cease and desist letter from the creator of Monkey Professional. <laughs> yeah. Who, whose game was Monkey Professional? That's the real person getting gypped here. I don't know. I don't know. I really, I don't know. I, Louis, Louis Saunders taught it to Susan, so I'm like assuming it was Louis that made it up. Don't think it was, but. I knew uh, some, the, I learned it from someone on Squall who I think also learned it from someone at CIC. But yeah. I don't know if it was Louie, though. It could be, like, a like a money-ass clowns or, like, Maybe. putting thank you warm-up. Either way, very, very funny. That's so funny. So that's my most recent creation. I love it. Kitty cat careers. Kitty cat careers. I'm going to warm up uh, the team that I coach with kitty cat careers. What team do you coach? Uh, I coach a team at one group mine called Quiet Wyatt. Quiet Wyatt has to have a first name. Yep. And, uh, and a qualifier of said first name. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Quiet. Right. What about Tommy's mommies? Uh, I guess I guess the qualifier is just that they're, there's they're just mommies. One team, there's just one know. team that every time I hear it, I crack up. I think it's the one that Kevin Reader is on. Oh, he was on. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he. I feel I heard this name like at um, uh, playground auditions when we were all introducing ourselves, and I just lost it. Oh, really? Like, trapezoid, rapezoid. <laughs> That's not right. No. What's like a really, really funny? Um, I don't know. What are you, so it was probably like one of the newer teams, right? I think it was one of the older teams. Oh, uh, Kevin used to be on. Um, he was on the same team as like Alex Honnett and Chris Geiger for a while. Yeah, I feel like there's a shape. It was uh, their team. I can't even remember anymore. You'll remember it and you'll have to tell me later. I will. Why, why I think there were trapezoids in it. Trapezoid, rapezoid. It's not That's right. right. <laughs> it's not. Uh. <laughs> in any event, yes, play past kitty cat career onto the world. Mention it's a close cousin of monkey professional and copyright this guy. Molly Jones. Uh, well, best of luck with your uh, presentation at work that involves improv. Oh, it's not at my office. It's, it's at, at Startup. That's startup right, that's Institute. right, that's right, that's right. Yikes! With your presentation at Startup Institute. Uh, Institute. Institute. Boot camp. Yes. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, both the night shift and Apollo. Again, so Susan also got a little Susan, bit of love. Susan, Rapture. Rapture. Is that still running on Thursdays? Yes, Thursday at 10. We've had two shows so far, and it is so fun. It is, like, I like to think that it's kind of like a wrapping baby wants candy, because we, like, cool. tie everything up. And yeah. Very difficult. That's awesome. Kind of touches my brain in ways that my brain hasn't been touched before, which is very cool. That's so, awesome. Night shift. Apollo, Susan, Rapture. Rapture. You're a busy lady. That's it. Thank you so much for doing this with me. My friend, it was super of fun. I knew it was going to be. I remember you, I think it was at that first strategic planning. No, it was at a playground show. Okay. You being like, I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> I I'm going to be on your podcast. Uh, and I was like, I put your name on a list. Thanks, girl. And months later, reached out to you. <laughs> Great. Great. 
super excited. It was great. It Thank was you so, so much for having me. I am so glad you did it. Molly Jones, I love you and I mean that. Thank you so much. For more information, please go to camplaurelsouth.com or cicomedy.com or iomprov.com or the it, dash or, playground or is there a Cubs game today? .com. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.